This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this Monday. A bit dreary, uh, but it is March the 15th. Got through Pi Day yesterday, Jeff. St. Patrick's Day coming up. A state championship was won on Saturday. Whoa, and whoa, wait a minute. Got a shot at one on Thursday. Time. Uh, you skipped today. Today. Today's a big day, too. It's the 15th. What is today? It's the Ides of March. The Ides of March are upon you. Is that the, like in Texas, that's what they say? No, that's Ides, <laughs> which, by the way, is in trouble, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is Ides of March. It is. This is the, the day Julius Caesar was... Uh, I was going to say Caesar. Hail Caesar. Yeah, they, they ended his life in the Roman Senate. Yeah. I took. I just took two years of Latin, so I don't guess I count for anything, do I? Sure it does. That's that's extremely important. I took two. Well, actually, it took me, but I, <laughs> I, I proved I proved every day for two years I had no business. But I do know that the, about the ads. Well, you stopped me short of saying Middle Tennessee wins this conference championship as well on Saturday. That so is, it, it's been lots of happened in the last week. A great deal has happened, and 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 some of it actually good uh, for for a change. I'm, I'm delighted, of course, with uh, with. The wins and and good finishes, strong finishes that we had by other teams, and it's okay. It is okay. Lot lots going on. I, I, a side note to Saturday that kind of Bud Morris is of the world, the Rick Ensels of the world, the Jeff Jordans of the world. The icing went on the cake when Western Kentucky got beat in the, <laughs> in the men's conference USA. Did you watch any of that? No, I did not. Mm-mm. Western Kentucky had the game won, had it won, had it won, and gave it away. It was fun to watch. <laughs> well, as, as you are aware, I, I don't like Western. I know you don't. That's uh, the reason I said that. <laughs> but I did not, not only con- did they lose, they lost it in a, in a fashion that was befitting of the event. Well, I, uh, I'm not, I, I, I was not aware of Western's loss, I, I, I admit. I did not keep up with them. But there, there were a lot of good things to keep up with. And obviously you mentioned the Lady Raiders. I don't know when we're – Taking a break here or not, but uh, um, what our plans are, but that absolutely delights me. Uh, the conference championship, of course, and, and they're meeting right now and um, with, with various things going on, and we'll decide tonight the, the bracket for the women, and we'll find out our well, Saturday Saturday at 5 o'clock was busy because yeah. you had Blackman playing and you had Middle playing. You did. And uh, both of them turned out good. 
uh, middle a little dicier in that last 15 seconds right than I wanted it to be, but it all worked. It did. I I have no idea who they will who they will get. I hope it's not a a, a team that is just huge because we're not very big, and uh, I you know I, and that has hurt us in the previous years. But we're well coached. We're quick. We we certainly have a superstar uh, on our team, and and a number of good other players that have really contributed. And uh, it's it's great to see the Raiders in the championship seat. Let's go ahead and take that break, and then when we come back, we can just kind of roll through until Chip Walters comes up. So we'll take a break and be back on All Sports Talk. McCabe Vision Center. Just received one of the high-tech lenses for cataract problems. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Tell us what your vision was like before the surgery. My vision at night was really terrible. It's when a car came from the opposite direction. I was pretty much blinded me and how happy I am with the lenses. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas' chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family, helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Congratulations to the Middle Tennessee Lady Raiders, who will find out tonight their NCAA tournament opponent. They will play either uh, Sunday or Monday in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. So, again, congrats. We'll let you know about that on WGNS Radio. Speaking of Middle Tennessee sports, the Blue Raider baseball team travels to Austin P on Tuesday. We'll have that game here on WGNS right here at 545 airtime. Later this week, it'll be the Seagull Boys in the Blue Cross Basketball Championships as Seagull battles Oak Ridge on Thursday night, 650 airtime on WGNS. Congrats to the Blackman Lady Blaze. They are winners of the Class AAA Blue Cross Basketball Championships with a win over Lebanon in Saturday's state championship. 
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Jeff Jordan with you today. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Calvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Where do you want to start, Jeff? Which championship do you want to start? Blackman or middle? Middle. Let's go middle. Let's, let's do that. Nice win over Rice. Rice is a very good team. We've not hadn't been beating them since uh, Mulkey has been the center. It's what she's seven three or so. Yeah, at least. <laughs> no, I think she she is six nine. But in in the college game, that is way tall. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's yes, yes. Where are they meeting tonight? By the way, the the the, the Lady Raiders are. We have a, a viewing and. Party, I'm sure. I wouldn't think so. Not in the COVID days. Maybe I haven't not. heard of one. Chip, Chip will tell us at the uh, okay at the break if there is one. But I'd be surprised if there is one. I've been to a couple of those. A lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd be glad to be there myself if that were the case. But uh, the team is in San Antonio. They left uh, Dallas area for San Antonio. When play will begin on Friday. Isn't that the way they play? It? They play. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I believe is the way the women do it. Yeah. The men start on Thursday. Friday or Sunday seem like I think Chipper will tell us more here in a, here in a few minutes. Uh, yeah, you mentioned size. Not only is Mulkey so tall, so big, we don't have any size at all that, that plays much, uh, which really says they did a great job to keep her. She almost wanted to throw for Rice in the fourth quarter, didn't she? Yes, and and she has, I don't know, I don't know if we've ever had any success against them, have we? When since no. she's been there, uh, no. And I know one year, I, I forget the stats now, but we trailed them fairly early. I you know like twenty five to eighteen or something, and she had twenty of them. Yeah. I mean, we just couldn't do well, anything with her. And it's not offensively as much as defensively that, yeah, that I've block seen. Block shots, yeah. I mean, you you take Anastasia, whose game is going to the back, basket, right? And she can get it up and over and around most people. She's got spider arms, and it's hard to get around her. But uh, they made it work. Well, I'm I'm delighted for them. I think they earned it. Uh, it, it is true, I guess. Today, you can say this. Any coach can say this. That's had any success. My kids had a lot of. A lot of obstacles to overcome. Usually, coaches say that all the time, and and they're right. They, they they really are. But this year, it has been particularly bad because you didn't know when the COVID was going to get you, and go go for days without practicing. Um, it, I mean, you know, had a major snow, an ice storm in there. I mean, it's just been a mess, and um, trying to have any kind of consistency, and. Um, um, Coach Insel and his staff got the team through it, and I, I think they did very, very well and, and won their side of the league. I thought, well, if everything goes right, they can win the, the whole thing, and they did. That was, it was terrific. No, no, it was easy. No. The, the first game was six-point game. Mm-hmm. The, the UTEP game, I guess, was the double-digit win, but uh, it wasn't easy as well. But, uh, Jeff, this basketball team I saw play the last two series at home, I think I saw the worst – games that Middle Tennessee women have played in years and years and years on two different occasions. They played the first game against Old Dominion and got beat a bunch. Didn't look good doing it. The next week they played the first game against Marshall and got beat right at 30 points. Came back and win the next game after that. Uh, this team is really good when somebody shoots the basketball outside 
And uh, some nights it's Whittington, some nights it's somebody else, some nights it's somebody else. But uh, to have any real success, they're going to have to do that. Well, I'll ask you, if a team gets beat 25 points one night and the, and the same players take the floor the next night on, at the same place and the roles are reversed, the team that got pounded the night before wins, that indicates to me coaching in large part. A, a solid plan, does that indicate that to you or not? Well, you certainly have to be, make sure on that – horrible night before that you don't break the team down so badly that they, that they come in beaten the next day. Uh, I mean, I, I think it says a lot about the attitude that the kids have, the, the resilience that they have to do that. Uh, it, there's a lot of things in sports, Jeff, that don't make any sense at all, and I've seen it. You've seen it happen in a half. One team wins by 20 and a half, and the next team, same night, 15 minutes later, the second half starts. The other team wins by 21 and ends up winning the ball game. There, there's nothing about that that's logical. No, it's really not. I, and also, something we do not know most of the time, um, um, and that is who is leading you in the locker room when you're not yes. in there. Yes. And um, now I don't know how Coach Ensel does it, uh, but after he takes his teams in the locker room, I'm sure talks to them, and he's, then he's got to leave. But he does have female assistants. He can stay in there with them. So I don't know how much of that is done, but the, the Lady Raiders – uh, to me, at least, clearly have have some leadership to players. When you see what you said, talking about, lose one night, big numbers, and win the next night, it has to be that way in the locker room. There's no other way around it because if not, uh, they just sack, sack it up and not play. And they want to win the tournament the first time since 2015, I believe it is. Yeah. Coach Ensel's got a ton of them, and of course, in Shovel as, as well. So uh, the. The pick is going to be made tonight as to who they play. All these all these games are being played in the San Antonio area, and that's where the Raiders are. And they'll be there until they get beat, Jeff. Hopefully, they'll be there three weeks. Yeah, I'd be, be fine with me. I, I I think that would be just absolutely terrific. I I uh, I don't know what kind of seating numbers we'll get. I I think somewhere between twelve and fifteen, maybe somewhere in that neighborhood. Generally speaking. Generally speaking, the committee doesn't seem to respect Conference USA all that much, and maybe they're right. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't have any idea. I always think the Lady Raiders have been um, have been rated seated too low. But well, there was real balance in this league this year because Old Dominion and Marshall, who took middle apart twice, as I mentioned, uh, just within the last two weeks, didn't make it to the semifinals either. Either team, all right. Middle played Louisiana Tech. Scheduled to play them this year. It never took place. Supposed to go down to Louisiana. They got COVIDed out. Then they got snowed out. Never played the game. Won that first one and then uh, beat UTEP. So, congratulations to the ball club. And, Jeff, uh, everything works out right. Uh, most of that firepower will be back next year. Rella Booth, uh, senior, and uh, Deja Cage, senior. I'm not going to say that they're, they're not – replaceable they, but uh, I think the heart and soul of the team coming back and some pretty good kids coming in for next year did did Hayes uh, I haven't looked did she end up leading scorer in the nation well she was going into the, the tournament I, well I'm, at this I'm point not, in time when you play as many as 26 or 7 games it's unless you just have three zeros it's very difficult you're not going up and down I don't know the answer to that for sure but if she's not she's daggone close well that's that's really 
remarkable. Well, you know, we've <laughs> we've had some players that that have have been in that mix before. Yeah. Uh, so you know, that's not that unusual for the Lady Raiders to have somebody that's contending for that. But uh, gosh, she led most of the year. Yes. Um, well, she's a remarkable young lady. Um, Player of the year in the conference. Her sister, Aislinn, uh also first team uh, conference USA players, both out of Riverdale and. I made this comment. I think we may have talked about it on this show, Jeff. If you could just put a fence around Rutherford County and every player that plays in Rutherford County had to go to Middle Tennessee and you couldn't recruit any place else in the country, only only ones you could play are the ones in this county, you could do daggone well, couldn't you? Yeah, we could field a pretty good team. The the, uh, the, the Another Hayes young lady, and I, I get I get them mixed up and I apologize. I, okay. But uh, uh, at Riverdale was a Miss Basketball finalist. Yes. So <laughs> it's not. You know, it's just really a, a lot of honors bestowed on those youngsters, and I think they're very deserving. And she, she is number four in the pecking order, so to speak. Number three is at Notre Dame. Right. So uh, quite a lineage there. That said, Jeff, let's lead on into where Riverdale was not this time around. They've won seven state championships in the last 15 years, but they were not amongst that this year. This time Blackman carries the banner. Ten Rutherford County Championships in AAA basketball, girls basketball in the last 15 years. Pretty amazing. It is amazing. And uh, I, I, I guess we can talk about Blackman after after Chipper has entertained us. Uh, but uh, um, I, I think – I don't know if Riverdale will be back or not. Uh, it, it, I, I don't – they've had so much trouble with injuries. Uh, not so much this year as last year. And, and there again, every team – every team uh, nationwide was, was fighting – uh, numerous problems this year. Well, how good is this district? I mean, one about a month ago, maybe five weeks ago, Sturge Creek, Blackman, Riverdale were all in the top ten in the, in the state poll. You know who was leading the district seven? Oakland. Right. Uh, pretty amazing. Go back to 2015 when Blackman was state champions. Oakland was runner-up in double overtime. Nothing's lost on the fact that that was Jennifer Grandstaff at Oakland playing against Blackman where she is now. Jeff, there's, you could make a case that year that Oakland was not even the, the second-best team in the district. Yes. second in the state. I yes. mean, three three teams in the, in the District 7 that year, including Riverdale, clearly could have won the state championship. you agree with that, I'm sure? I do agree with that. And, and we've had two or three nights this year uh, since January where where you if you had the, um, the, the district standings, and um, I don't. I don't care how, how it worked out. Whatever you had, the top four teams, and the, and they would play. And then the next the next time the poll came out, which was two days later, they had changed positions. Yes. And and that happened three or four times sure. this year. Uh, so I mean, I, I think everybody at one time or another was the number one team in the district. I, I, I know Blackman, Oakland, and Riverdale all were at one time or another. And Stewart's Creek. I think Stewart's Creek was. I believe. Uh, so. I've I've seen all those teams play at least once, and they're all pretty good. So you know, I'm but the team they beat in the state championship was Lebanon. Murfreesboro schools have a long history of playing against Lebanon, not in the district anymore. But once upon a time, that was the case. The last time Jennifer Grandstaff and Corey Barrett coached against one another was at the Battle of the Borough. Corey was at Riverdale in 2015. Jennifer was at Oakland in 2015. I think that's pretty good backstory right there. Well. Well, I, I think we can. Well, it's time to go to Chipper. I know. I know it go is. Go ahead. But, you're, you're fine. Well, I was just. I was just going to say that everything in in the last three or four years that could happen to Jennifer Grandstaff to a coach 
has happened. I mean, just bad and good and unusual. Uh, and the, and the backstory covers th- three or four area uh, areas, and it was just what three years ago or four years ago where the the whole season was forfeited. I mean, oh, in yeah. Oakland. I mean, it, it, I haven't had that happen, although I've seen it happen before. Not her fault, not Oakland's fault. I don't I don't believe, but it's just devastating. And and her, she played right up to the last. Um, <laughs> and then she changes jobs. I think she had every intention of of uh, of not coaching again. Uh, I've talked to her about that very thing, and and she shared with me that she really was not. I asked her, "Were you actively get, trying to get back in?" She said, "Well, I had an itch, but not, no, not really." But the right situation came along. And Jeff, when if, if you're a coach, and she coached 26 years at Oakland, three years at Moore County before, she's a coach. And you get an opportunity like that. It's awfully hard to turn it down if you're young enough and got the vitality to do it. And she is, and she does. Right. And I think it, um, it bears pointing out that the, the Macon County coach did almost exactly Absolutely. the same thing. I think, neat. Yeah. Even better, he coached 40 years, 34 <laughs> at Red Boiling Springs, a county rivaled, takes a year off, goes back to Macon County, his alma mater, and in his 40th year of coaching, wins the state championship. I, that's if there's a better story than Jennifer Grandstaff, that's got to be it, I guess. <laughs> he was really happy. I think he's, I believe he's 68 or 69 68 years old. 68 years old, I believe is what I said. Larry White's the guy's name, and of course the the, the single A Loretta. I was shocked when I read that this is the first state championship for Loretta since 1958. Jeff, I would have bet, I'd bet serious money that they'd won two or three state championships in the last. They've been 15, there 20 years. They sure have. Every year they seem like they're in a state tournament. But uh, they, they hadn't won it before, and I, I know. Uh, Jerry Taylor down there was a friend of mine for a long time. We went to camp together and whatever. Boy, he had some, he had some really good teams. And I, th- I really thought they, I thought they had won it one year, but but they had not. Uh, uh, they had not, not, not since 1958. No, that's you know that's a, that's a pretty a pretty a big uh, gap there, isn't it? All right, there he is. Let's take uh, let let's take time off and get back to Chip Walters here in a bit. We've got some things to listen to. We'll find out some news from Chip right after this. Exclusive look at Rutherford County weather from our own meteorologist. WGNS Weather Eye Forecast is on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's just busy out here. We would expect up and down Memorial here up by the airport. Traffic's heavy on 24 and making your way over from Davidson County into through Rutherford County. As you head out towards uh, Manchester on 24 through Coffee County, watch your speed. You never know and you might need them. Free at last bill bonds serving Davidson, Williamson, and especially Rutherford County. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up brew with John. 
John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> News, traffic, weather, and fun? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Okay, thanks, guys. And today, first of all, let's talk about Blue Raider baseball and softball real quick. The uh, Blue Raider baseball team split two and two with Valparaiso over the weekend, but got great pitching in all four games. The Blue Raiders are back on the road in Clarksville tomorrow night to take on Austin P. And the Lady Raiders softball team took uh, one three out of their five games over the weekend at the MTSU Invitational. More for them this week. Right now, we're going to turn our attention to women's basketball. Tony Stennett joins us from uh, Frisco, Texas. The Lady Raiders have kind of set up camp there, but they're about ready to break camp and head to San Antonio. And Tony, the uh, right now, as a matter of fact, on Facebook, you're kind of in two places at one time. You guys are have have a uh, a Facebook uh, you know pre-selection show going on right now. That's right. Uh, before the show starts, um, we'll have our own deal talking with uh, players and stuff. And Chip, the reason we wanted to do that, uh, and we'll go live there at five o'clock. The way to watch the show is just go to. Um, the MTSU women's basketball page on Facebook. But, you know, usually for uh, the selection show, we have a, a big deal and invite our supporters and fans. And it's always a huge crowd, but uh, unfortunately unable to do that this year. So we thought it would be nice to have a pre-show to the selection show and allow our fans to get on there and uh, hear from the coaches and the players and uh, sharing some of their excitement before we find out uh, who we play and when we will play them. Yep. And uh, first-round games are, what, Sunday and Monday? That's right. So we do know that. Uh, obviously, we don't know the opponent. 
there are numerous venues throughout San Antonio uh, where these games can be scheduled, and we'll find that out probably much later tonight on, on, on where it is. But let kind of let people know what the process is from here we are just after 5 o'clock on Monday. Uh, talk about the procedures that are about to happen with this basketball team over the next few hours through the next few days. Well, of course, uh, you know, as we got here, they've been testing every day. And after each game uh, had to continue to test, that has occurred the last two days. So what will happen now is um, we got all of our results back earlier today. So everyone tested negative. That is our seven consecutive days of negative testing, which we could not leave for San Antonio until that had occurred. So we will leave Tuesday. Uh, we're going to practice here and then bus over uh, about four hours. Uh, we will test immediate, immediately upon arrival there. Once we get to San Antonio, the team will be placed in quarantine. Um, all members of the travel party have their own room. Um, the food will be brought in, uh, boxed uh, meals the first two days. Uh, after you pass your first two days of testing, then you can immediately come out of quarantine. But even then, uh, you must stay within your hotel. Uh, each team that's in that hotel is assigned a floor. So the only people on that floor are going to be the people in your travel party. And uh, basically the only time you're to leave the hotel is to go to practice or play games. Otherwise, um, you're pretty much relegated to, you know, your meeting room. You can get together as a team after you come out of quarantine. You can have your team meals together in a uh, assigned room. Other than that, everybody remains in their own room uh, for the duration of the tournament with daily con uh, testing continuing throughout. Well, you know, and that sounds tough and it is, but I think we all have to look at the big picture in that, yes, we are finally getting to play games, which is, which is you know, where you want to be. That's beats the alternative. That's right, especially just thinking back to where we all were, you know, literally, just about a year ago this time is everyone, uh, all the tournaments were being canceled and uh, just a lot of uncertainty with a lot of things. So, you know, I think the teams that are mentally tough will, will kind of have an advantage here, um, you know, being in your own rooms and, and not really communicating a lot with others except through uh, your telephones or whatever it may be. But uh, I think anyone that is still playing basketball would give you know would be glad to go through any of this just for the opportunity and what you got to remember chip that's special for this team it's been amazing seeing how excited they are and just genuine uh, genuinely excited but you got to remember no player on this team has ever played in an ncaa tournament though middle tennessee has a great history of playing in the postseason this is the first time for every member uh, of this team in terms of the players and managers Coming up at 6 o'clock, we will have – it will be the selection show, and we'll know uh, who the Lady Raiders are going to play, and we'll have a follow-up on that tomorrow. Tony, appreciate the time. Thanks, Chip. All right, that's Tony Stennett down in Texas. We'll have more uh, following the Lady Raiders this week. And, guys, right now, back to you.
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shops. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services bring you Jeff Jordan every Monday. We're going to the phones right now for the call of the week. Go ahead. How's it going, Tim? Jeff, how you doing? You know, everything's great. I, I just want to congratulate the Lady Raiders. Like you said, we're over here in a few minutes who they play, but I just want to say you guys were talking about Western. I watched that game, too. They were up five with about a minute and ten seconds to go when North Texas came back and tied and went to overtime and beat them. But, uh, but Western and uh, Louisiana Tech got busy in IT. And I was looking last night if they if they both win the their first round games. I know uh, they could play each other. This Louisiana Tech plays Ole Miss in the in the in the first round of the uh, tournament there. So I don't know if they'll you know if they'll both win. They could play again if uh, if uh, they uh, you know if they both if they both win anyways. And uh, and Rice and uh, Rice women got a automatic bid at WNIT. So they'll be playing that if they don't get a uh, bid. But I wanted to ask you guys what you think about Belmont not getting the tournament. They, Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I did notice Belmont not making the NIT. I, yeah, I'm stunned, Jeff, to say whatever. Stunned. Uh, that is a quality basketball team. Uh, I, I can't imagine what that was all about. Well, first of all, they lost a key player sure. coming down the stretch uh, and, and would have had that player back, I think. Uh, so that certainly – contributed to at least a loss or two. Uh, other than that, I, I, I think it's the worst snub. It, 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 it's above a snub. It's just insulting, really, to Belmont. Uh, I, I'm, that I'm means they're saying they're not one of the top 68, uh, yeah. 78, 84 teams in the country, right? And the 16 teams go to the NIT? Uh, if, they, if they had not... Uh, had a little hiccup at the end. They had a chance to to win every league game that they played this year. Yeah. I know they were. I know they had a winning streak of twenty games at one point. Um, class program. I'm just. I was just. And, and you know, we've we've had situations. Of course, there's always somebody that gets snubbed every year or thinks they were. Sometimes they've got a case. Sometimes maybe they don't. 
but and there's always some questions asked, maybe, um, and maybe some suspicions that you might hear, and online being in Facebook and all that being what it is today, social media. But this is suspicious to me. So something is not right. Are they I, playing I, the I don't NIT? Know what in it a, is. Where are they playing the NIT this year? Is it, is it a is it a central site as well? I don't know. Because the NIT clearly can do what they want to do, first right. of all. They can invite who they choose to invite. It is an invitational. And sometimes when you got a, a, a Kentucky, let's say, that doesn't have the record, but they've got the, the arena, they've got the fans, can kind of get in there and, and make some things happen like that. But uh, mm. if, if I'm a Belmont fan, I'm kind of incensed at the same time. I'm not sure how big a deal the NIT is anymore. Well... I, I I don't know either, um, but I, I I certainly think that if there's anybody in the nation that was deserving, it would have been Belmont Bruins yep. the men's team. The, and the women are in, by the way. They're in. The Jake NCAA. is going to intercede and give us an answer. I have where the NIT will be played, um, Frisco and Denton, Texas. That this starts Middle Tennessee Conference USA tournament played. So Jeff, Wednesday. Those, those uh, it starts Wednesday. Teams that bring big crowds. Those arenas, those, those matchup, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, uh, Ole Miss at Southern Miss, you know, those kind of things happen in NIT a lot where the the Middle Tennessees of the world will draw a big crowd to bring in an SEC school. That's not in play this year. So Belmont should have just been one of the top 16 teams left over and clearly should have made it, but they didn't. Uh, it's very unfortunate, and and, I, and you're right, of course, what you said earlier. I don't know if people caught it or not, but uh, – in the um, uh, in, in many of the teams uh, in the in the NCAA tournament, um, they earn their way in by where they finished in their league, and it's automatic no matter who you are. Now they, others do get bids, but generally speaking, but in the NIT, you can invite anybody you want, and um, Belmont, for whatever reason, did not get an invitation. I think it's a shame for those kids and coach too. It is that for sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the upcoming. Siegel plays on Thursday night in the state tournament. Interesting story there, Jeff. Jeff, the coach at Oak Ridge and the coach at Siegel both were graduate assistants with Bruce Pearl once upon a time. Very good friends, and they're going to play each other in the first round, Oak Ridge and Siegel, on Thursday night. That is correct. And um, um, the coach Birdwell at Siegel um, came here and got the, got the uh, uh, Siegel job and he was, as I as I, if I remember right, freshman and B team coach at Oak Ridge. That's correct. And was on the bench when they played the last time. And Oak Ridge is in the tournament all the time. And uh, and he was with them the one time when they were here, because uh, uh, we broadcast a game. You and I did, I believe. I did anyway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so, that, that, I think that's kind of odd, but uh, I, but that's also okay. It's a good backstory though. Should He's be a good to, basketball game, Oak Ridge and Siegel, for sure. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins that one probably will play the favorite in the tournament. That's Houston out of Germantown area, Memphis area, uh, who was the beneficiary of Memphis City Schools not playing to some degree, Jeff. A lot of the players found their way to other schools, and Houston was one of those schools that uh, I think they've got three or four Division One talented players and a couple more that are probably maybe lower division one maybe division two they they're, they're loaded well i haven't seen them haven't seen oak ridge uh, i did see siegel in the finals of the uh, of the region tournament uh and uh, they um, 
just run the floor well. They're, they're in the right position uh, to, to do a lot of damage. They had three players uh, with, I think, well, it depends on whether you want whose stats you want to believe, but they had three players at 17 or 18 points, and that's a lot, isn't it? It is, and, and, much. In one game. Um, I don't know who – who who would who would have been the MVP and uh, of that game and uh, our, our radio crew <laughs> and I love them to death but they couldn't decide either so they just gave it to everybody <laughs> cowards <laughs> yeah I think that I think that was probably a pretty good decision the game I saw that was that was would been a good decision uh, but at any rate um, um, I, I I think single I'm glad to see single there with a, a chance to go there quick uh, they work extremely hard. They can, they can shoot the ball. They rebound. They do all the things you got to be able to do. They're not very big, um, but that's an age-old problem for Murfreesboro schools. They're not very big, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, they certainly had the season that it says they merited getting there. Yes. And you love to see that uh, kind of rewarded. Uh, just have to see down the road. Jeff, my wife asked me this question, and Uh-oh. you'll know the answer better than me. That's dangerous. When, when is wife. the last time a Murfreesboro boys team won a state championship? Well, they, it would have been Blackman, I guess. Um, but I, I don't recall the years for sure. Wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, I believe so. I don't think Oakland ever won it, did they? Uh, I don't believe so, no. As many great seasons as Oakland has had. Fantastic. Uh, yes. Not, not be the case. So, haven't had quite the success that uh, the girls' team have had. Uh, but uh, – Seagull's going to carry the banner. Blackman was a whisker away from getting in there, Jeff. They had a real shot uh, in the last three minutes to win the basketball game, and it just kind of slipped away from them. And, uh, but a great season for that ball club once again. Well, we've had a, a number of teams in there uh, over the years. Seagull's been there a number of times. Um, Eagleville's been there at least twice that I can remember. Um, I believe Middle Tennessee Christian School was in there one year. Yeah, I was saying – Riverdale was in there two years ago. Oh yeah, um, but haven't won one. Uh, it's, uh, I think I think Blackman won it twice, didn't they? I believe. I'd have to go back and look to see that for sure. Uh, I didn't mean to slide Eagleville in that uh, no. state tournament thing because they've they've got a couple notches on their belt as well, and uh, in, in, of course in single A next year, Jeff, everything goes to four classifications. I don't know what that's going to do to everything, but. Uh, it's going to make the district tournaments kind of crazy because in many cases there will be four teams in the district, which means all everybody goes to the region. And the district here, yeah, made up of five of the Rutherford County schools, will be a five-team district. going to be some serious travel, too, in the regular season that they're not used to doing, I would think. I think for a lot of places it will be. I don't know that that's going to be the case here because you're going to see a lot of matchups, Riverdale and Smyrna playing each other, Laverne and Oakland playing each other because – even though they're not in the same district, they'll play each other, wouldn't you think? I would, I would think so, definitely. I think around here, with our county being what it is, and and the schools around us, uh, of course, you can always go to Metro, uh, perhaps. And, uh, and Williamson County Schools, the Wilson County Schools right. are going to be there probably to play. Right, you can go, you go to Franklin, you know, you can go to Manchester, you can go to Shelbyville. Um, there are a lot of opportunities to play various people. But if you are a, a Sparta, let's just say, White County, uh, you, you're going to be going Chattanooga in Knoxville and, and playing ball uh, and, and Cookville. Was, I, I don't know what the Ray Counties of the world do and 
Bolivars and I don't know. Well, you get into single A in particular, some of those are scattered all over the wind, right? Yes, they're everywhere. Um, but I, the NCAA wanted to try it, and uh, I, I'm not sure what their reasoning was to do to do it this way. But there were some problems, and this is an effort on their part to solve it. So we'll we'll, we'll see that, it, like it, us, we'll see what I happens. I think I'm right. Basketball, softball, and baseball will follow that mm-hmm. four-team region right. scenario. Right. Uh, so that, that that's looking down the road next year. Of course, football will start in August for sure, we think. Uh, we'll, we'll come back with Jeff and kind of look down the crystal ball and see if we're going to see spring football practice seven-on-seven seven this summer and all that kind of stuff. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. It's just busy out here. You would expect up and down Memorial here at Viney Airport. Traffic's heavy on 24, making your way over from Davidson County into through Rutherford County. As you head out towards uh, Manchester on 24 through Coffee County, watch your speed. You never know and you might need them. Free at last bill bonds serving Davidson, Williamson, and especially Rutherford County. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time travel. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at Sir Pizza. TN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This portion always brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee. The Tennessee Bank, by the way. Good service, good, good people there. Great smile. I encourage you to work at the bank with the bank here in Murfreesboro. A couple of offices here, as a matter of fact. Jeff, uh, you've got the brackets there in front of you, and I know we were going to talk a little bit more about something, but it, it slipped my mind. Well, we've got oh, uh, we've got. Well, yeah, follow basketball. Highlight the week. You can't go through all twenty-four teams, but. Well, I don't know. Are you? Do you got? You got a pick for the tournament? Do you have one? For the. Men for triple A? No. Are we talking high school or? I'm a, what do you got in front of you? Oh, you, you got the March Madness in front of you. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. I have no idea. This is uh, where I, I bet millions I, of dollars on this. I'm gonna throw a dart board at the that for my guests this you? year. Well, I picked Michigan. Nine. Looks like I'm I'm not gonna do very well with that. But anyway, they uh, lost yet, have they? Oh yeah, yeah. They lost the uh, the last game of the year. I know, but they hadn't lost in the tournament yet. No, they haven't played yet. <laughs> I know. I got them going pretty far though, but I've got Alabama beating them in in the fourth round. So, 
I don't know if Alabama can get that far or not. I'd like to think that they could. Uh, of course, the people around here, most of them, are, are thinking about Tennessee and Liberty uh, game, which is Tennessee's first first game. One I think they should uh, should should win. Tennessee ten, Tennessee's first game is Oklahoma State. Well, at game two, it that be? could be a potential game two. Not not Oklahoma State. If Oregon, Liber- if, Oregon State, if, Oregon, State yeah. Oregon State, yes, Oklahoma if, State would be game two if they right. There. And then that's who Liberty say, plays Liberty is Oklahoma State. Took, took me by surprise as well. Um, Oregon State won the tournament, you know, that they played in, so they they must be pretty good. Yeah, uh, th- I saw them take it to Colorado, quite Colorado's handedly. Machine. In Colorado, Tennessee has a win. Over Colorado earlier this year. Well, so okay, well, that's who they're playing. I'm sorry, I, re- I read the bracket wrong. You're right. Tennessee, which got a five seed, eighteen and eight, and taking on Oregon State, seventeen and twelve, um, and and Alabama is in the other bracket, and 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 they take on um, Iona, which is Rick Pitino, I believe. It is, is it? Rick Pitino. The, the I think the second coach to ever take five different teams to the NCAA tournament. Let's see, five teams. Okay, uh, it was. Is, I'm, well, first of all, I know, th- I know, I know four, four of them. them. I know four of them for sure. Uh, Providence would be, would yeah, be correct. Is Boston Boston College? I'm I'm going to be off on the fifth one. I don't know who it is. I, I, I know it's Louisville, Louisville Kentucky. Kentucky, and Iona and right. Providence. Providence. Who's the fifth team? I don't know. I don't know. Either. Boston oh. University. Boston University. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost there. It was Boston University before Providence? I, I'm going to say. I must have. Been. I think. I think it was. I think that was his first head coaching job, but I can do my research on that and get back to you. The Providence mascot is what? I have no idea. The The Providence Friars. Friars, as in in the uh, friar, the the guy with the frock on his head. (laughs) Careful there. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) Wildcats. Hey, by the way. Yeah, Wildcats. What about them? They're out. (laughs) My brother. Who I visited this week is lives in uh, Southern Indiana. Kentucky, Louisville, and IU are just constantly at war there. So if you're a good Kentucky fan, which he is, you got to hate, dis- despise Louisville. He also despises Duke, as most Kentucky fans do. Christian Leitner still. <laughs> so he made this statement. He said, "I'd love to see them both lose." Well. Duke won the game over Louisville in the tournament and then found out they had COVID and had to draw. So they did both lose. So they both did lose. He said, I feel like I put a curse on them. (laughs) Well, I guess I don't know if I don't know about Kentucky. It's a, a lot of people love the Wildcats, and, and oh gosh, you are you know, kidding me? But uh, I, I, I'm not one of them. Well, <laughs> Kentucky to a lot of people is very much like Duke. You either love them. Or you despise them. And around here, I'm sure the Blue Misters don't care whether you love them or not. They're going to be here. Kentucky getting knocked out in the first round of the tournament the first time in, I'm not going to say decades, but it's been a long time. Well, uh, Nashville, of course, uh, loves Kentucky because they come down here on That's why the tournament's in Nashville, Jeff, as much as anything else. That's right. They come down here by the busload. Hundreds and hundreds of Kentucky fans. And when they can, when they're good enough, and if they can, they get them in the the Motor City Bowl. Or not the Motor City Bowl, but I'm sorry, the Music City Bowl. And they've played in that. And they'll come down and stay the week. And I'm sure they're drinking milk and eating (laughs) crackers, barbecue sandwiches. (laughs) And having a big time, but of course you're not doing that this year much as much as we were. So anyway, there you go. Well, I did. I did want to get your opinion on this. We'll close out this way. Where do you see 
high school football as far as spring practice is concerned, seven on seven, are we going to go back to be normal and and good things ahead for us? I'm going to go out on a limb, and I know nothing, as a lot of people who are listening would agree with this. (laughs) I think by August, I believe we will be back very, very close to a normal existence by August. I do think that there will be some changes in the summer and spring practice and and, uh, spring games and seven-on-seven football and the passing leagues and all that kind of stuff that we do in the basketball camps. But uh, and I think there may be some changes there and some cautionary, cautionary stuff done. But I believe we're going to be all right when August gets around. My opinion on camps, for example, girls, girls basketball, you and I both worked at it in the summertime. As long as nobody else gets to go to camp, I'm okay that I don't get to go to camp. Right. But generally speaking, if, if somebody's going to go and you feel like you need – and you do need to go, but – if the playing field can stay fairly level, uh, should work out okay. Now, all that said, if you've got a really young team, Jeff, you really need to game worse than somebody who's got a veteran team coming back, right? Right, right. And uh, I, I cannot tell you, uh, um, obviously I don't know every camp, but you and I both went to various camps uh, during the summer. I just went sometimes just to help. Sometimes I was coaching and just whatever. Um Boy, you can you can get a lot of work done in about five days. You'd just be surprised. And the kids, they throw themselves in into it. They know what they're they pl- fighting. Generally, for. play about three day, games a day. Yeah, at least sometimes and, at night. You know, a JV game thrown in there, and you get a chance to see your team play. So we shall see. I don't think any, I know. I know nothing official has been made known yet, Jeff. But within the next once CWSW gets this tournament out of the way, wouldn't you imagine they'll they'll start making some. Some direction as to what's going to happen with spring practice, right? And of course, we've got spring flame coming up. I mean, you got to you got to think like that in you, May. Yeah, I mean it's it's right upon us. It's so. Not far down the road. It, it is. It, it's not the latter part of March yet, though, right? Right. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. All right, Jeff. That takes care of today. Thank the you so much. March. Good Don't luck to uh, Siegel High School in the state tournament. We won't uh, talk to you again until that tournament is over with as well. But uh, good luck to them and and all the others and. Uh, Look forward to seeing what the Lady Raiders get to draw, and, and hopefully they can get something done in, in the uh, NCAA tournament as well. Go Blue. All right, that wraps it up. Monty will be here tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank. Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.